the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Happy Monday. Kathy Emmons with you. Word FM Studios, John Hall, my on-air partner, taking a day off. Happy to be joined here by New Mike. New Mike, greetings to you. Greetings, Kath. How was your weekend? It was wonderful. What? Really? Why? Yeah, I, uh, I spent it having a birthday party for my two-year-old son. You did! And I, I thought his went, birthday wasn't until next weekend. Uh, we celebrated it last weekend. Oh, okay. So we're going to split We're gonna split weekends with, with uh, both families. So. All right. Well, I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. And then on, uh, on Saturday, I spent it... On, spent my Saturday at a graduation party, which was a ton of fun. Was so it? A high school I, graduation or a college? High school graduation. Okay. Yes. So congratulations to Skylar Duffy. Skylar? Yes. Good job, you. She's going to Penn State. She rocks. Well, I mean, it's a poor choice. It was an awesome... <laughs> I'm just trying to be honest. That's a great choice. No, I don't think it is. Oh, it's, it's a definitely great. No, I think it's a shame. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's for how wonderful. well Skylar's done. <laughs> it just seems sad. She's done great. <laughs> Look... I'm a proud Pitt alumni. I have I to know. say what I have to say. I, I have to say. Okay, here's, a, here's my question for you. Um, yes. Are you personally, not for work, but in your actual life on Instagram? Um, I'm on and off Instagram. What I does have, that like, mean? Spurts. I'm on or off. Like, sometimes I'm like Instagramming for like a week straight, two weeks straight, and then I don't touch Instagram for like a month. Okay, what about Facebook? Facebook, oh yes, all the time. Okay, Facebook all the time. Oh yeah, Twitter. Um, well, we have we have to tweet for work. Yes, tweet for um for personal. No, I don't tweet that much personally. Yeah, yeah but we have to tweet a lot here. Only or er, only during the penguin season, I tweet a lot. <laughs> and there should be many tweets. Yes, during <laughs> any penguin season. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Instagram for myself. I you know so I'm on Twitter all the time. That's probably mm-hmm. my uh, that would be my number one social media platform. Okay. Um. And you can follow me there, Kathy underscore Word FM. Uh, Facebook for sure, mm-hmm. um, but I don't do that as much as I used to, to be honest. Um, I just, I, a lot of our work has to do with news and thought and that sort of thing. And there seems to be more of that right now on Twitter than Facebook. Right. But Facebook is a second. Instagram? Yeah. I never think to do it. Really? Now, like maybe once a week I'll go on it and just kind of see you know what people are posting it's not and i like photographs i like i just for some reason that doesn't see that's what shocks me about you not being yeah, an instagrammer because I know. you just love photos so i much. do love i do love photo i just i don't know what it is i can all right the reason i'm asking you this is i saw this um article cbs uh las vegas okay doing it for the gram that has become a popular slogan amongst people who post an idealistic life Doing it for the gram. Wait, wait. Featuring opulence and fabulous living and travel, particularly travel on Instagram. Okay. okay. Now, this really shocked me. A survey from Showfields reveals that more millennials prioritize picture worthiness yeah. 
when it comes to choosing where they're going to go on vacation. Oh, my gosh. They are picking their vacation destination based on what it's going to look like on Instagram. I'm not making that up. That's ridiculous. Do you think that's ridiculous? I think that's ridiculous. Okay, I'm so glad. I thought maybe I was like losing my mind. Especially when you can filter the photos any way you want. Right. So you could literally go take a picture in Carrick. Right. And have it be gorgeous. Yeah. Right. You don't have to go to Venice. Right. I like Carrick. I like Carrick too. The goal for many millennials, uh, CBS says, when they're deciding where to travel is based on the photos that they've also already seen on Instagram. Latasha Walter from Fort Worth, Texas says, quote, I'm actually doing a Snapchat documentary of just me traveling to all kinds of places, showing my friends that, hey, I can get out there, too. Oh, my gosh. What? More than 40 percent of millennials are concerned about how trips appear to their friends and family rather than the costs of hotel, airfare or experiencing the local food. That is pathetic. It is. That is like the saddest story I've read today. And believe me, on this day, I've read a lot of sad stories. <laughs> I mean, okay, so d- knowing your friends who are on Instagram, mm-hmm. d- does this resonate with you? Like, no, do you not know? At all. No. Okay, so not you don't have friends that think this way. No, not at all. Absolutely not. I don't either. Now, are you a millennial? You're not a millennial, are you? I don't think so. I don't, I'm 31. That might be old to be a millennial. I don't know what you're called. I thought I was Generation X. No, I think I'm Generation X. You might. Is there a Generation Y? Okay, so millennials. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh no. You are. Ah, oh, gosh. Anyone born between 1981 and 1966, so ages 22 to 37 in 2018, will be considered a millennial. And anyone born from 19 and 1997 onward will be part of a new generation. Okay, so wait. So what's the millennial years again? Um, 1981 through 1996. 81 through 96. Correct. That's you. And Generation Y um, are born 19... Oh, what does it say here? So you're implicated in this, Mike. I am. These so are your people. Generation X is 1965 through 1979. Right. That's me. I'm yeah. X. Yes. So these are my people. Yeah, so... Yeah. And I don't... I don't, I don't <laughs> Obviously, I'm not taking the same path they are. That's just ridiculous I know, to me. I know. I absolutely can't. Okay. I can never do that. All right. So when you go on vacation, do you post anything? You know what? No. Well, I don't either. I really don't post anything when I go anywhere. I'll tell you what, though. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen this video. It's called um, The Instagram Husband. What? It's <laughs> So my wife is a avid Instagrammer. Okay. So I follow your wife on Instagram. The Instagram. She husband. was at the pool yesterday, by the way. Yes. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. that's what I'm I know. I know all about it. Everywhere she goes, she yeah. Instagrams. Mm-hmm. So I am basically like the photographer. Oh, take a picture here with me. So like, I'm like the photographer for her Instagram. <laughs> so I'm the Instagram husband. Great. That's great. So. But see, that's the thing. When I go away, I take a ton of photographs, but yeah. I don't put them online. Neither do I. I just don't want to do that. Right. I don't. It's, I don't think I, I. There's something in me. Maybe it's my like libertarian bent a little. And I'm not a full libertarian, but I do. I, I lean that way sometimes. Yeah. I just don't want someone to know where I am every single yeah. moment of the day. And not only that, if if I know that I'm Instagramming more than I'm experiencing the vacation itself, that's a different story. That is a different story. Right. And I feel like millennials are just do- – not to like harp on millennials all the time, but like I just feel like social media – we're just posting pictures and just we're just on the f- on the phone all the, the time. time. Right. Instead of just experiencing where you are 
and just loving where you are and just taking it all in. And you don't have to tell all your friends where you are. Exactly. Right? Because if they're good enough friends, they're going to know where you are. Yes. Right? They should be there with you. I don't even. Come on. All right. A couple other things. It's World Snake Day. What? Yeah. Did, you, did you ever own a snake? Never. Did, did your kids ever? Are you ever kidding me? My brother would like find snakes in the backyard, like baby snakes, and he, you know, put them in a bucket and oh. put them in my room. Gosh. Just let them sit there. They're cute until oh, they get they're bigger. They're not cute. Oh, and they're babies. They're adorable. They're. N- oh yeah, they're real cute. They're not they're super cute. They're not real cute. A snake is not real cute. A snake is a snake. A snake does its thing. I appreciate the fact that it's part of creation. I'm sure it eats a lot of bugs. Some things that, that none of us want. I'm glad for that. Uh, but it's not cute. It's not super cute. I just they they. I'm just I'm getting all itchy just thinking about it. There are three thousand four hundred fifty eight species of snake wow. known so far. Okay, I just want you to know that. All right, I don't want to talk anymore about it. <laughs> but this kind. Of, but this freaked me out too. Wait, do you hear this? Okay. Right. Um, your favorite. First of all, do you eat cereal for breakfast? Yes. Or is, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Do you all eat it time. as a snack? Yep. Okay. Yes. Um, I have a list. Of the top 10 most sugary cereals. Oh, here we go. So before we start, and I will I will read you this list. Okay. I want to ask what you ate this morning. I had Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. Oh, you know, surprisingly, that is not on the list. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make it a health food. Okay. Uh. Don't get too excited, but it's not on the list. Okay. You want to hear this? Let's hear it. Number 10. This is from the least sugary to most sugary. Oh, jeez. Gosh. Kellogg's Fruit Loops, number 10. I don't really like Fruit Loops. Kellogg's Fruit Loops. No, I don't like Fruit Loops either. I have to... Okay. Yeah, I don't really like this. Number nine, a Quaker Oats Captain Crunch Berries. Never had those. Number eight, Kellogg's Apple Jacks. Oh, yeah. Those are good. Are they? Oh, oh, yeah. The green green box. Of course. I love an Apple Jack. Yes, those are really good. There's an imposter. Another... um, Another cereal company makes an Apple Jack-like item... And I want you to know it's not as good. Okay. Cheerios. Cheerios makes an apple flavored thing. And it's not as good. Not as good. Probably has half the sugar. I don't I don't know. I'm just guessing. Okay. Number seven. Kellogg's s'mores. That sounds amazing because I love s'mores, mm. but it's probably not that good. Number six, Quaker Oats Honey Graham O's. No, I've never had it. Number five, Quaker Oats Captain Crunch. Oh, the yeah. regular. Definitely. I've never had that. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a probably say that's my top five. It's in my top five. Really? Oh yeah. Are they peanut, are they peanut buttery or is yes. that a separate thing? Um, th- that's a separate thing. I'd say they're a little bit peanut buttery. Okay. Well, actually, okay. So they're in your top five. Yeah. Well, that's it's in this top five too. Oh yeah. Number four, Quaker Quaker Oats has have, have a lot of uh, representation here. Quaker Oats Captain Crunch Oops All Berries. Never even heard of that. Number three, Kellogg's Fruit Loops Marshmallow. That sounds revolting. <laughs> Whose idea was it to put marshmallows in Fruit Loops? It's hard to believe that that has a lot of sugar in it. Number two, yeah. post golden crisps. Oh, post golden crisps. I had, I, I had the. What do you, what do you mean? But post golden crisps? Like, the, is there's a pi- prior golden crisps? No, no, no. Post like the, the cereal manufacturer. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the company. <laughs> you 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 would think I was going to bring oh, up yeah. pre? Oh yeah. There's pre and post. There's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, pre isn't bad, but post, man, that's loaded up with sugar. I don't like that kind of cereal. I don't. I don't like the golden crisp. Oh, I thought you were going like to say it. you don't like post cereals just because oh, no. you have a thing against no, the company. I like crisp. Okay, okay. The number one most sugary cereal. Let's hear it. Which has fifty-five point six percent 
of it is sugar. 55.6% of this is sugar. It's called a sweetened puff rice cereal. It has more sugar than a Hostess Twinkie. The winner is Kellogg's Honey Smacks. Oh, I love Honey Smacks. I have never, I've never heard of Kellogg's Honey Smacks. They're so good. Of course they are. 55, you could have like two Twinkies. Yeah. If you were going to have like a bowl of this. I'm drinking a Mountain Dew right now. Oh, God. And it's uh, 77 grams of sugar. So that's about like, that's not too far off from that cereal. And, and, you know, New Mike has never had to worry about what he ate ever. He's never counted a calorie. He's never been concerned about, you know, fat grams, nothing. And my whole goal, you know, since (laughs) I am a woman, is I just want to weigh less than New Mike. That's way I... And? And I do because I'm at uh, 134. Nice. What are you at? 140. Yes! Yes! Fulfilling my goal of weighing less than New Mike. Nice. Kathy Emmons here. All right, we got a great show ahead. Um, What a weekend... In the world of Pittsburgh Pirate Baseball, I mean, oh, yeah. I got to be honest with you. Six weeks, I've been having you know my head hung low and just n- not watching, not listening, none of it. I got sucked in over the weekend. It was fabulous. Yesterday, one of the great games I have seen in baseball. Anyway, Joe Klinchak, uh, PNC Park in-game host, coming up next. We'll talk about the streaky but hot Pittsburgh Pirates and Faith Night coming up at the end of the month. <music> WORD. Next time on Adventures in Odyssey, no one recognizes Emily Jones for the genius she really is. I'm never wrong. People are too easily offended by her sage advice. It looks like melted crayons. But Emily has a plan to show the world that when she's right, she's really right. This is going to be so great on the next Adventure in Odyssey. Tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM WORD. You don't know when your AC unit will call it quits, but you can rest assured it'll be at the most inconvenient time possible. And who has all day to wait around for a tech to arrive? With Ventec, there is no waiting around, including evenings and weekends. Ventec will repair and replace forced air, central AC, and even offers split mini-duct units to heat and cool individual rooms. With flat rate pricing instead of hourly fees. Clean, courteous, convenient, and A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Ventec, 412-793-0661. What's better than a Christian education for your child? A Christian education for up to half off. Right now, Word FM has significantly discounted tuitions at select area schools for first-time enrollees. While they last, exclusively at wordfm.com. 101.5 WORD. You may not feel it, but you can find joy even in the most difficult circumstances. On the next Focus on the Family, Lisa Harper shares about the story of Job and her own journey through suffering and watching God move in and through her in powerful ways. It's a reminder that we learn who God is in the midst of our heartache next time on Focus on the Family. Tonight at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. Graduation is an exciting time in life, but it can also leave you feeling a little uncertain about what's next. If only your high school diploma came with a career game plan. The good news is Express Employment Professionals is here to help. If you're looking for immediate work, sign up for the Express Jobs app and you'll be able to apply for a variety of quality jobs quickly and easily. If you want to continue learning and building skills, you can access 18 free CTC courses through their Express Learn program. Learn more today at ExpressPros.com or call 412-494-2000. If you're not in the club, you're missing out. 
Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone. Like today, get twice the fun for half the price at Fun for All Family Fun Park in Cranberry. Get a $100 value for $50 or $50 value for $25 and enjoy the best family fun rides, games, and attractions, including the new XD Dark Ride. It's all for fun at Fun for All. Log on now to wordfm.com, keyword shopping. been in something I call my uh, emotional protection bunker. And that's the place I go in my head when uh, life events are just too painful. And uh, such is the case with uh, with baseball in Pittsburgh this year. Now, for those of you who listen to the show, you know that I came to baseball late in life. I didn't grow up loving the Pirates. I didn't grow up even loving baseball at all. Until I came here to work at Word FM, I met John Hall. And John just thought it was unacceptable. He thought it was downright immoral that I did not appreciate baseball and love the Pirates. And he said, listen, I am going to take you to every single 1230 start until you finally give in and love this game. Well, it didn't take too long, though. We both did survive the 20 to nothing uh, beating, the worst loss in Pirate history, um, 20 to nothing. John and I were at that game. But in spite of that, even... I grew to love this team. Now, this year has just been pain upon pain. And the reason it's been pain upon pain is because it started out so good in spite of all the naysayers, in spite of all the haters, in spite of all the, you know, management has to go. It was good. It was good. It was. And then we fell off a cliff. And then we got to the Dodgers series, which was an absolute, absolute train wreck. And I thought to myself, I'm out. I have to withdraw. I mean, just. Just because I need to preserve sense, some sense of normalcy in my own, you know, mental place. Then this weekend happens. Well, now I'm sucked in. And now I need somebody to talk about this with, someone to process all of my confused feelings. I mean, do the Pirates have a chance in the second half of the season? The only person I felt like I could be honest with and ask my questions to, Joe Klimchek, PNC Park in-game host. Joe, welcome in. Kathy, it's great to be back. You understand my emotional plight. I do. I do. And uh, and now it's a countdown to, we hope, Bucktober. How about that? Can you I'm believe ready for that? Bucktober. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's... Uh, a little far-fetched still but you know it's uh yeah what a week what a week the last seven days my goodness you kind of took us on that roller coaster there that's, oh, that's where we are now it's i can't get over everything's it. meaningful again and and it's exciting and we're checking standings and we're five and a half out of the wild card and we're thinking are we now are we buying not selling and, well that's the question yeah. oh, okay, don't ask so, me that. No, no. okay okay so it was what <laughs> it was the start of the week neil huntington yeah. i heard the interview he said the, the question was are you going to buy or sell yeah. at the deadline and he said well we got this you know this set coming up four and four won't do us much good mm-hmm. well it ended up being a heck of a lot better than four and four it did okay, two yeah. out of three from the nationals five in a row from the brewers first five game sweep since 1995 mm. you have any inside scoop i mean are we buyers or sellers uh you know what what, what oh my gosh i mean i'm sure one, one minute he has this strategy and then the next minute he's changed no do i have an inside scoop no the answer is no <gasps> i just have hunches though i'm thinking you know i in fact i saw frank coonley this morning at that at the gym and 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 he was you know of course smiling and i thought i kind of i was trying to try to read his body language i thought yeah we're going for it yeah yeah, yeah. what does yeah, that smile right mean? i know uh everybody's excited you know it's, what's funny is here's the thing it's it, it's a team that through the first what six weeks of the season was was 
in first place in first almost place. every right. day. Mm-hmm. So we have some talent. So, I mean, could, could this team carry us through September and, and, and be in the mix, be in the hunt? Uh, I'd say, why not? I mean, it's possible. Could we use an extra piece or two? I, I think, yeah. But I think we have some great pieces, and when everybody's executing it right now, everybody's stepping up. Wow, it's just it's it's fun times at PNC. Well, Park. see, it is fun times. It's, if we if we could forget the dark six weeks that we're in the mm. middle, right? That's so that's the problem. And I think to myself, when you're looking at any kind of team, you know, whether you look back to a team you played on in high school, whether it was an athletic team or it was some kind of you know like a debate team or whatever, there's something about teamwork. It's like it's the team becomes its own entity, right? Mm-hmm. And dark times can often really bind people together, and you can end up with great amounts of momentum mm-hmm. if you're able to get out of a dark place, right? We've how many times have we seen that? It's happened a lot, right? And and I didn't see this last one coming. I, it, I, you really felt the ballpark while. It's, it's a great place, and it's PNC Park, and it's beautiful. And and win or lose, it's it's. I think it's still a good day or night, no matter what. You could just there. There was a, a little bit of a, a negative vibe right. because we we. I mean, wait, I think we had won something like oh, it was six pain. out of twenty four games. It was pain after winning. So Matt, we were like nine games above five hundred on May seventeenth. So it was it was wow. Okay, we're definitely headed in the wrong direction. And then and then we come home from the LA being swept by LA. We come home take on the Phillies and they take the first two and then we're just like oh my goodness right. but then we, we, we yeah we salvaged that series against the Nationals and then and the first place Brewers come in you're like this this series this you know you, you want to get you want to get two maybe three you don't right. want to be buried you, you, want, you don't want to have that like final nail in the coffin okay season pretty much you can write it off and then we win one, we win Thursday, we win Friday, and then you're like, oh, let's get the split Saturday. Well, we take them both. And then, and then the miracle yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. So, my gosh. game on. Okay, so I told you that yesterday, you know, I, I've been in this emotional protection bunker, I call it, right? <laughs> so I started kind of like peeking out on, on after we won Friday. And then Saturday, I listened to the first game and I mm-hmm. thought, well, that's pretty good. <laughs> okay, so then I'm kind of in the middle of the, of the second game and it was it was awesome. The second yeah. game was such a surprise. It was wonderful. So yesterday, I think to myself, now do not buy in. Do not buy in. I needed to take a nap. It was the afternoon. It was hot in my mm-hmm. house. The whole thing. I couldn't take a nap. No. I no. could not. I could not close my eyes. I could not fall asleep. Somebody's always stepping up. What a spectacular. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so what was that like in the ballpark? Oh, it was great. And the fans came out. It was a, it was a big crowd. Uh, and it was another hot day. It was. People were sitting in the sun, especially a 135 game. It's, there, there's not a whole lot of shade. And you're out there, but, I mean, they were cheering. It was loud. The vibe was back. You know, we, we'd won four in a row against the Brewers, five in a row overall. And, and uh, it, it, was, it was great up until the, what, the eighth, eighth inning. inning. And the Brewers right. take the lead. You're like, oh, because Joe Musgrove had pitched so well. Right. Big Joe looked so strong, gave up that whatever – two-run triple bloop yeah uh and then um or three-run triple that could put them up by two and then it's like oh okay well you know what we, we, we took i'm thinking already i'm thinking we, we, look, we, we took we four, got four out of five. five four out of five <laughs> and then 30 minutes later in a pouring rain josh bell, josh bell drills a laser oh my gosh and we're walking off another one i've got it's been a fun first half i mean that was like i think our ninth walk off i'm sorry fourth walk off ninth come from behind victory it's been fun. It's, it's been fun, and, and there's a lot of baseball to be played yet. Right. We're excited. Okay, we're talking to Joe Klimchak, in-game host for PNC Park. Are we buying into this team yet? I don't know. Mm. Plus, we got details about Faith Night, which is coming up at the end of the month, Friday, July 27th. Joe's going to be your MC for Faith Night. John and I will be there. New Mike will be there. Can't wait. We hope you are, too. More details coming up next as you can see right home.
diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. When you come to Kennywood, you're part of the family. So make yourself at home. Help yourself to some tasty treats. Then climb aboard with the number one blue engine and steam into our newest attraction, Thomastown. Visit Thomas and friends at their new Kennywood home, coming soon. Kennywood, a Pittsburgh tradition for 120 years. Welcome to the family. Now save up to $20 on select days at Kennywood.com. Life doesn't stop on the weekends and neither do you. So we understand that it can be hard to find the time to shop for a mattress. This is Robin Trzinski of the Original Mattress Factory, and we have a completely new website designed to help you simplify the mattress shopping experience. Check out our products, view our prices, and even place an order for pickup, local delivery, or to have it shipped outside of our delivery area. Just visit OriginalMattress.com and find a thoughtfully made, honestly priced mattress of your own. The Original Mattress Factory. Great beds, no bull. It's Trinity Jewelers' 20th anniversary. To celebrate, Trinity invites you to bring your better half this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday and get half off half the store. We don't know which half yet, but 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. No, Trinity is not going out of business. They've just lost their minds, and the savings will be ridiculous. Trinity Jewelers' 20th anniversary half off half the store sale. 20 years of celebrating life's closest relationships. Trinity Jewelers, Mount Nebo Road at trinityjewelers.com. Isn't crushing candy just boring? Play the hit puzzle game Best Fiends. It's sweeping the nation. Tired of matching candies? Give Best Fiends a try. It's fun, fresh, and addictive whether you play alone or with friends and family. Download Best Fiends for free in the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Warm and muggy tonight, a shower and thunderstorm around, a low of 70 degrees. Then behind a cold front tomorrow, a morning shower or thunderstorm will give way to sunshine in the afternoon, a high of 83. Clear and cooler tomorrow night with a low of 58. That'll set up a comfortable Wednesday with plenty of sunshine, a high of 78 degrees as high pressure remains in control. I'm meteorologist Steve Travis on AM 1250, The Answer. Back with you on a Monday afternoon on the ride home. Kathy Emmons in the studio with Joe Klimchek, in-game host for PNC Park. We're talking about all of the good stuff going on, especially over the last mm-hmm. five games. To think <laughs> to think that the Brewers started out in first place like six days ago. Right, right. We took care of that. It's been one big Marte parte <laughs> at yeah. the ballpark. And um, I'm sure the Chicago Cubs are also happy yeah. with all of that. All right, let's talk about Francisco Cervelli. Okay. Well, not playing now. Of yeah. course, concussion. Um 
but having a great season, his best. A wonderful season. Yeah. Okay, now, so he had a concussion in 09, as I remember, right. and then a second one, I think, in 11 or 12. Yes. Um, and so what's the latest? So he got hit in the head a couple times with a bat? Right. So the, the idea now is that uh, they're working him out at first base. So when he comes off the DL, there's a good chance that he will get some time uh, Sometime there. Yeah. Uh, of course, he's a right-handed bat. Josh Bell, uh, righty and lefty, he's a switch hitter. So, you know, maybe maybe that'll be the answer for Francisco. Will he catch another game? I, I'd say it'd be – I can't imagine him not to still doing some catching. Has We have two great backups. Elias Diaz oh, is the I real know. deal, too. I love him. I know. Him. He's, he's played so well. Cervelli, though, a fan favorite for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, such a pleasure to watch. So much fun. Have you and ever met him? I've never met him. Oh, my. Tell yeah. me. Oh, just great! You know, I, I can see. I think obviously, he has kind of that, that that appeal to the ladies. Uh, he has the appeal to everybody, though. He does. He well, he does. He he's, he's, he has a, a magnetic personality, and he's he's not a showy guy. He just when he talks to you, he gives you his full attention. I get to spend a lot of time with him in spring training, and uh, you know, you you, you kind of square up to his locker, and he's he's not just kind of you know checking his phone, looking over your head. He's looking you in the eye with those. And, see, yeah, he, see, he, that's he, why his rapport with pitchers is so good. Yeah, right. He's he is locked in. He's connected. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's great to work with, and and he, he and he came to camp this year in in the best shape. And I thought, man, this could be this could be this could be a big year for him. And, and it and has, has been a big been, year. Yeah, just strong. His power numbers are up. His, right, home runs. Yeah, he, he looks really. Solid. Okay, so is there any news on what symptoms he's having and what they think about whether it's what it's going to pan out to be? I don't know the specifics of that. No, I just I just know that he they're, they're, they definitely take every precaution with him. Right. They don't take any risks when anything dealing with a concussion these days. Really, any sport, but uh, baseball is a catcher. My goodness, all I it know, takes. I mean, I they know. take a beating. It's like every you know foul tips and uh, you know missed signals, and they're, they're just. And I'm just guessing from how he mm-hmm. plays that he's not excited about playing first base. I think he's actually played seven games at first base in his career, so he's done right, it before. And, right, I know. Uh, but but I, it's not I can, the same as controlling the game. That's true. That's true. That's true. But if it's going to extend his career, he loves playing the game of baseball. So he's also he's probably uh, also just thinking, you know, okay, I want to play this game. What, what, what is what is the best thing for my career? And it, it might be first base. But I agree. He's a fighter. He's a he's a he's a pit bull. He wants to be back mm-hmm. there. He wants he wants to be calling the game. Yep. He wants to be you know signaling to the infielders. And and you really are kind of the guy running yeah, the show back there. And, that, and that, that's his personality. But we'll see. I, I don't know. I don't have any inside scoop from the trainers. But uh, all we're right. Well, our best, best yeah. our best to Francisco Cervelli. Right. Like I said, an absolute fan favorite. Okay. So Austin Meadows. Uh, he mm. came up. He was so hot. Yeah. Everybody was so excited about it. And then things got cold fast. Yeah, he had had a poor stretch. He was used more as a pinch hitter too, so that I kind of these numbers went down then. And um, but uh, I tend to like to think back to the start. I've never seen a start like that. Oh, I, I mean, know. I'm like it's from his debut. He I got, know. Got, got a couple of hits. You're like, oh, okay, that was good. The next day, a couple of hit. I mean, multi hit, multi. I think he has 20 plus multi hit games. He only played like 40 some games. It, right. it's, it's incredible his numbers. But then, yeah, the, he 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 definitely. Uh, Got cold and and now uh, sent to the minors. I'm sure. Obviously, he's very. Disappointed. Oh, and you have to expect that. You can't. Well, yeah. I mean, the numbers. Well, they always even out in baseball. They just do. Um, but I, I think he's he's one of our obviously brightest stars. Oh I think my gosh! Be, I think he'll be a tremendous talent. I really I do. Know. And he's uh, he's very mature. And I should stick it in here. He's he's a very strong Christian too. And. I guess personally, I, I'm kind of bummed because he was on the Faith Night oh, list. I know, man. I know. Oh. Well, 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 could he possibly get there? I don't know what any schedule is on. You know, he's probably not going to be, but uh, that would be nice because I'd love to hear from oh, him. Oh, of course. We all would love to hear from him. Faith yeah. Night coming up Friday, July 27th at PNC Park. We'll give you more details about that in just a minute. Um, okay, so the opposite extreme um, from Austin Meadows is Gregory Polanco. 
who oh started. My, he was yeah. you know, cold, 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 and then what the heck? Wow, is he streaky? He, he really is. is. He is. Off. Honestly, goodness, he, he when he has confidence, you know, he kind of gets in there. You could you could just almost see it in his eyes and in his stride and the way he just kind of struts up to the plate. And he just uh, he has it going now. I mean, oh, he's he's just seeing gosh, the ball so well and, and not pushing and 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 not in his head because sometimes it can be a little mental with with uh, El Coffee. But no, he's 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 just getting it done. And and uh, gosh, everybody's like stepping Marte, up the right time. Marte, eleven me? game. Oh, well, actually, eleven. So uh, I did he get a hit Sunday. I, I wasn't even. T- uh, I was so concerned about sauerkraut stall right. extending his streak. To- and and did he <laughs> extend his streak? Please no, tell me, because no, I, I no, won't be able was, to sleep tonight no, was, if I don't know. Who, let me see who won Sunday. It was a photo finish. Uh, I believe it was Bacon Burt. But Saul oh. leads at the break. Saul looking to go back to back. I'm telling you. I'm, the important so, things. I'm so happy to know what's happening in the pierogi race, because those of us who listen to the games or watch at home, we just don't you know. I know. That's why you have to get there. That's exactly right. Okay, Joe Klimchak, in-game host for PNC Park. We need to step away. When we come back, we'll talk about the upcoming Faith Night, Friday, July 27th. We want you to be there. following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. Celebrating life's closest relationships is what drives every Trinity Jewelers employee. It's people, not profits, that make life worth celebrating. After 20 years, Trinity Jewelers is still growing, and they have a place for an experienced diamond sales expert to manage their sales team. If working in a caring, friendly environment with a flexible five-day work week sounds better than the pressures of a corporate jewelry sales job, email your resume to trinityjewelers at verizon.net and help them make the next 20 years something to celebrate. Just pay Half Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh's original deal site. Go to JustPayHalfPittsburgh.com to save money now on Pittsburgh restaurants, events, and family fun activities. Just Pay Half has over 100 Pittsburgh restaurants offering half-price deals. Take a cruise on the Gateway Clipper for half price. Get $25 to use at Rock Bottom for only $12.50. Pay just $25 for $50 worth of fun at Zone 28 in Harmer. Get Peace, Love, and Little Donuts for half price at four locations. All this and more at JustPayHalfPittsburgh.com. When you're a kid, Idlewild is a place full of adventures. There are rides that are just your size, treats to tickle your taste buds, and special friends like Daniel Tiger to touch your heart. When you're a grown-up, Idlewild is every bit as magical, every bit as memorable, every bit as fun. Idlewild and Soak Zone, because you love to see them smile. 
Save up to $18 on select days when you buy online at Idlewild.com. Why pay double for windows, siding, and doors? When getting estimates, make sure Windows R Us is one of them. More than a window company, they're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofing, siding, doors, gutters, even shutters and downspouts. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward pricing, and fast turnaround. And their no-loophole lifetime warranty covers everything, including labor and glass breakage. Mention Word FM for an exclusive 10% discount. Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company at windowsrspittsburgh.com. Continuing the conversation on the streaky, but i got to be honest, right now, currently Hot. great, Hot. great Pittsburgh Pirates mm-hmm. with uh, PNC Park in-game host Joe Klimchak. So, Joe... Um, you know, John being on vacation, mm-hmm. he sends a couple notes as far as scheduling goes. And uh, his note for today was, Joe K is golfing. Uh, and I thought... That's only half true. Wait a minute. What is that about? So what were you doing this morning? <laughs> well, every year, the Pirates Alumni Association, they have an, a, a charity golf outing. And it's, it was today at South Hills Country Club. And uh, it's an event I really look forward to because, um, well, I, I love the current players. That, and these guys are great. Uh, when you grow up watching the Candelarias and the Nicoshes mm-hmm. and the, and the, the Colvies and the Rookers, and they show up in a golf event, and your and your job that day is to kind of hang with them and do oh, interviews with them and ride golf carts dream. with them. You are living the dream. I mean, I'm pushing 50 years old, but I instantly become 10 oh, that's today. Great. I, I just haven't lost that. I just can't believe it. I mean, Candelaria's sitting there shooting the breeze with Teak, and they're like, and they, they call me over now. I'm sitting there. Are you kidding me with Teak and the Candyman? And we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, Love I was it. on my shag carpet as a 10-year-old on Cornell Drive in Aliquippo watching Omar put out that last – now I'm sitting with these guys. I, I'm getting the goosebumps right now. I still can't believe that can happen. That's so <laughs> fabulous. Anyway, it, it was Love a good it. morning. Yeah, it was, it was hot out there. Teak's – oh, Teak's great. Is he? he? looks stronger every year. That heart is just doing Wonderful. him really well. and. Uh, he looks good. Uh, who got Maz was there? Bill Mazeroski. Oh yeah, my god! Sixty guys there. Uh, you know, Elroy Face. Yeah, it's a good event. Raised a lot of money. What, what's unique about the, the Pirates Alumni Association and in this uh, charity event is that they raise money for charities that are supported by the alumni themselves. So hmm. it does a lot of good. And uh, they raise they've, they've raised like hundreds of thousand dollars over the years. So okay, so were event. you golfing or were you on the microphone? No, I, I, this is like my eighth or ninth year and I never get to take a shot. Although I did ask Joe Billadu, he's the director mm-hmm. of the event. I said, Joe, I'm going to get there 30 minutes early. May I go to the driving range and hit balls? He said, yes, you may. So That was I, nice I, of him. I, I probably got to hit about 40 balls. That felt good. Oh, yeah. sure. Okay. All <laughs> but right. no, I never get to what play. A, so what a fun day. So yeah. there were current pirates there as well? No, because uh, they're, they're, they, they pretty much Sunday night, Oh, they're out. Break. They're, they're out. Yeah, and you can't blame them. No, of they, they get not. three or four days. Yeah, I'm sure Clint's on the beach right now in right. Uh, down in Florida at his place, and everybody said that they're they're getting their break. But it was all the alumni still come oh. out. Randy Stennett was there. Um, yeah, Sid Bream, Chris Peters, good guys. Sid Bream, yeah, the heartbreaker. Oh, I know the I know. heartbreaker. <laughs> I mean, we love him, but still. We only love him because it's been a couple decades. That's the only reason why. All right. So you brought up Clint. Um, Clint is the driving force behind Faith Night Mm -hmm. with the uh, pirate organization. Faith Night coming up Friday, July 27th at PNC Park. Um, For people who've never been to Faith Night, Joe, give them a little capsule. Oh, well, I mean, it's my favorite night of the year. I, I I just can't put it any other way. It's a great night. What we do is after the game, uh, all the fans are invited to come down to the first base side, and we have 
three rows of chairs on the field where the players and coaches come out after they shower up. They do it. They go really fast. Come onto the field and pretty much talk about how faith has impacted their lives. That's that, that's that's pretty much it in a nutshell. They feel they field some questions from uh, some kids. Uh, new twist this year. I think we're actually questions from kids and like some high schoolers and some adults. So it's not oh, just like okay. um, you All have right. a cat. That's kind of like, we, we, we had to, we had some of those questions in the past. But right. um, we also have a Brad Henderson, the Pirates team chaplain. He'll interview a couple pirates. Uh, we might have a couple pirates just grab the microphone and go this year, just kind of just, just just speak from their heart. And then, of course, Clint just brings it down with his testimony, which is powerful every year. It, it, it's uh, you know, it, it's he finds a way of changing his. It, it's it's still the, the story is the same, but he always has a different twist, challenges you in a different way. That's why it's so great. But it's just it's just a great night, and I'm always amazed. It, it's it's we, it's faith night, but I think two of the last three events, two of the last three years. It's turned into faith morning because it's it's the games oh, end no. so late. I know. Why I don't know why on a faith I know. night. But finally, it's on a Friday. It's on a, that nobody works the next oh, day. It's always been on a Thursday. God. Right, right. Good, good point, Kathy. That's right. We've been dying. These They've last been starting at eleven thirty. Just and, and, and it's not because the and players. And last are year late we had a two-hour rain delay. If you remember. <laughs> That's, right. Oh. That's right. That's right. But he, what I'm amazed at, maybe you are too. First of all, how many people stay? Yes. There's so many people stay and for how, the And how it has grown exponentially every it has. year. It took up five sections the first year. What are we? We were like five or six yeah. this year. I don't know what it is. But, and now it, it, it's, it's the whole first base side swung around a home plate going down the third base side and the Clemente wall. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. That's it really just, that does. Just says. So if you haven't been to a faith night, you really should check it out. It, whether, 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 no matter what you believe. Just, it, it's not one of those knock-you-over-the-head type things. It's a, hey, listen, it's just, it's just very You hear something easy. personal yeah. from the players that you love. Yeah. And you hear something personal from Clint. I said he's the driving force behind Faith Night. To me, his, um, his presentation mm-hmm. is just one guy telling his story. Right. That's right. all it is. Yeah. And there's nothing um, that's rehearsed about it. No. There's nothing artificial about it. He's just... He's just a guy. They're real people, and they just talk about how you know they're they're, they're playing at the highest level of baseball, and they're they're pressures in the game, and obviously they're making great money and all. But but they, you can set all that aside. Really, it's their relationship with Christ, and it's that peace and that joy, and wanting to glorify the Lord through what they do very well. They take that really seriously, yeah. and that that's what it all comes down to. And that you, everybody walks away that night just just feeling so good. It's very uplifting. The pirates' wives get involved, and. Uh, I'm always amazed. No matter how late it can be, I look up in the stands and and every you can hear a pin drop. Everybody is just so focused. That crowd yeah. that night is just so they're hanging on every word, as I am too. It's just it's it's a yeah. great night. And, and you know what else? I like seeing the players from the other team. That happens. I don't know quite who we're. I don't know who we're playing. The Mets. The Mets. Okay. Yeah, and, and inevitably there'll probably be a couple Mets players that'll come out and they'll sit right. Right between there. the pirate players, yep, yep, yep. I like it. And that's great too. We introduce them, and uh, it shows that you know we're all we're all on one team, one body. Yep, yep. yeah. Joe, you do a spectacular job emceeing oh, that night. Thank you, Cal. You really do. Um, and I mean that absolutely sincerely. John and I are huge fans of yours, and just oh. the way that you carry that off and bring it together. Um, if you've never been to Faith Night, listen to Joe Klimchak. I mean, you need mm. to come Friday, July twenty seventh. John and I and New Mike are going to be there. We're going to be on uh, General Robinson Street in the afternoon before the game. We're going to be giving away T-shirts, shaking hands, taking photos. Mm. It's one of our favorite nights of the year. We're hoping for beautiful sunshine and let's say eighty degrees. Sounds great to me. Thanks for all your help <laughs> promoting it too. By the way, you guys, we're happy job. to do that. We're happy. To do it um, okay faith night friday july 27th this has been joe klimchak in game host for pnc park joe it is so much fun when you come can we just say let's, let's go box
Are you drowning in IRS tax debt? I owe the IRS $37,000. Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't know the IRS anything. Find out about the Fresh Start program that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800-315-9956. 800-315-9956. Don't wait. Call now. 800-315-9956. 800-315-9956. Many of you know or have worked with my friend Todd Marley at Marley Financial, and so you also know that they were the first and still the best option for individual health insurance, providing both traditional and non-Obamacare plans. But... Did you know that now they're also offering the best group health plans in the nation, typical savings up to 40%. Small, medium, even large groups, Marley's got you covered, giving you and your employees access to national networks where you can go to any hospital you want. Highmark, UPMC, Mayo Clinic, Johns Hopkins, any of those, because Marley's giving you the power to choose what's best for you and also what's best for your employees, whether they're W-2 or 1099 subcontractors without the usual headaches of things like minimum participation or employer contributions. So call Marley Financial now. Ask your questions, 724-884-1496, and find out what it's like to work with the most innovative agency in Pennsylvania. 724-884-1496. That's Marley Financial at MarleyFG.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. When you come to Kennywood, you're part of the family. So make yourself at home. Help yourself to some tasty treats. Then climb aboard with the number one blue engine and steam into our newest attraction, Thomastown. Visit Thomas and friends at their new Kennywood home, coming soon. Kennywood, a Pittsburgh tradition for 120 years. Welcome to the family. Now save up to $20 on select days at Kennywood.com. Sergeant R.J. Anderson's dream was to take to the skies. I've always wanted to be a soldier, but my ultimate goal was to be a pilot. I think I was meant to to fly. I had just applied to be a part of the 160th SOAR Regiment, and I was going to airborne school that next Monday. So I decided to go on a motorcycle ride with my buddies. We were going through a turn, and that's all I remember. That's the day everything changed. 
I was told by the doctor that I would never walk again. Thanks to Paralyzed Veterans of America, competing in adaptive sports lit my fire again. They help you transition for the rest of your life to that individual that you want to be. Sports like hand cycling really pushes you to, to find who you are in that redefining moment after injury. With PVA Sports, I've, I've found my freedom. Now when I think about my future, the possibilities are endless. For more information, visit pva.org, a public service of Paralyzed Veterans of America. When wet weather is on the way, keep it dry inside with J&D Waterproofing. Water seepage and a sinking foundation can cause major structural damage if left untreated. Joe Belanti and the team at J&D Waterproofing have the experience to correct your water problem with over 72 years in the industry. Call the Tri-State's premier waterproofing company now at 1-800-VERY-DRY for a free estimate and big savings on all waterproofing services for a limited time. J&D Waterproofing, 1-800-VERY-DRY. Hashtag Treason Summit is trending on Twitter right now. I gotta be honest with you. I mean, I I just find a lot of this protesting a little rich. I I don't know. I, if you listen to the program, you know that um, both John and I have had complicated feelings um, and reactions to the president. I think everybody's had complicated feelings and reactions to the president. Um, I didn't vote for the president, and. Um, I can also say, though, honestly, that I want him to succeed, and I've wanted him to succeed from the beginning. And I think he's done some fabulous things since taking office. He also does some inexplicable things. And again, this this should not be a surprise to any of us. I mean, you know, we, we've been living with this, right? So I, I guess I'm I'm not sure why today um, in major media this is like you know an Armageddon moment. Um, so just a couple thoughts on it. And I'm going to have Greg Clugston with me right after the 5 o'clock news break. Um, usually he's with us on Mondays at 4 o'clock. But because of his coverage of the uh, Trump-Putin summit, he had to delay our conversation. So please stay with us about 5.02, 5.03. Whenever we finish the news, we'll come in and talk to Greg and get his first-person perspective on what's been happening. But, you know, just to kind of lead into that, I have to say that I'm not sure what people want. Um, do they want the president to blast Putin as he's standing right next to him? I mean, he did that last week with Theresa May. The whole media called him belligerent. They called him rude. They called him he was obnoxious. These are our traditional allies. How dare you say that? Um, so it seems like it seems like uh, major media is never happy. Um, I'm also not sure what a summit is supposed to look like. I mean, like the newsflash for everybody. A summit is not for our eyes. Okay. Any of the actual work or negotiation that gets done at a summit gets done behind closed doors. So if... Trump and Putin are polite to each other and seem friendly when they're in front of us. I don't think that that's necessarily indicative of what it's like when they go behind closed doors. Okay, I, I, I mean, just look at history. I mean, it's just that's not the way it is. I mean, on the outside in public, it's all manners as it should be. And I did think the president made me uncomfortable when he was in Britain. Um, I felt like he went too far there. I, I would rather just see people being normal, respectful manners, shake hands talk to the public, and then go behind closed doors and hammer it out. I don't know. If you want to call me a traditionalist in that way, then I'm a traditionalist. But that that's how I see summit. So the fact that Putin and Trump were friendly to each other, to me, is neither here nor there. Okay. Um, I also have to say that this outrage about election tampering, and I get it. Election tampering is terrible. Okay. And um, 
our intelligence agencies came out. 16 people have been indicted. Um, they're Russian nationals. They were involved in, in election tampering. I get it. It shouldn't happen. Um, it's an outrage. Okay, but are we are we really going to sit here and think that the U.S. has never done that? I mean, the U.S. has done that countless times. The U.S. has probably done that in Russia. I mean, they certainly tried in the Ukraine. I mean, not in the Ukraine, in Ukraine. I mean, look at how many elections. I, you could probably name any election in Central America over the last 30 years, and I bet the U.S. has tried to tamper in that election. I also am not trying to defend that perspective. I'm just saying that we have to recognize that the U.S. has tried to do that. And so maybe this, like, unbelievable moral outrage when Russia tries to do that. I, look, th- I hate to say this, but this is a game we play, Okay. So we were able, our intelligence agencies were able to indict 16 people. Great. So they should be punished. Okay. And if uh, United States officials end up being indicted by other countries for doing similar election election tampering, that's the way it should be. I'm not advocating election tampering. I'm just saying let's realize this is something that happens in the world and it's something that we have done ourselves. So this type of outrage about Russia, I don't know. I just, I can't, I don't know. I can't buy into it and think it's like the it's the worst thing in the world. This is this is this is what it is. This is geopolitics today. This is what they do. This is what we do. Okay, but here's the the issue that that sticks with me though, and this is where I, I just I can't figure out what the president could possibly have been thinking. I'm reading here from New York Magazine. This is at the press conference. A question that was asked by a reporter of the president: Do you hold Russia at all accountable for anything in particular? And if so, what would you, what would you consider them, what would you consider that they're responsible for? Okay, it's it's oddly phrased, but the reporter was just trying to think about it as he or she was speaking. This is what the president said. He said, I think the United States has been foolish. I think we've all been foolish. And then he started talking about the whole Mueller probe, and he called it, quote, a disaster for our country. Now, This is where I have to part ways with the president, because you think of all of the things that Trump could have brought up at that point. And again, I'm not saying that he needed to be unbelievably antagonistic and finger pointing. And I'm not saying that. However, that would have been an excellent time for him to mention Ukraine, for the president to mention Ukraine, for the president to mention Russian encroachment in Georgia. I mean, he could have taught. What about the the assassination of the guy in London, the former intelligence operative and his daughter who was sickened as well and all the associated people in that park who were also sickened by that nerve agent. I mean, there that was a perfect opening for him to mention several of those things. And he didn't. He did, ironically, the thing that he criticized Obama for endlessly, which was the blame America first thing. How is it? That Donald Trump ended up doing that today. He threw us under the bus. He had the opportunity to say, and he could have said it in a polite way, because again, I'm saying we're in public, we're in front of all the reporters, we're in front of, you know, kajillions of people from all sorts of different countries who are watching this. Again, I don't want it to turn into a shouting match, but he really, he really couldn't bring up anything about the London attack or anything about Ukraine. I mean, really? And instead puts it back in our intelligence agencies? I mean, look, I think the bottom line is this. Trump will never get over the fact that half of this country thinks that he didn't win. 
That's what it is. He's never going to be able to get over it. He's never going to be able to tolerate that people think that. And I think that whenever he comes and encounters anyone in any public situation, especially this one with the Russia probe, the very first thing at the forefront of his mind is people in my own country think I didn't win. Much coming up, much coming up in hour two. Greg Clugston, right after the news break, we'll hear his first person perspective on the Trump Putin summit. That's next on the Monday Ride Home. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORD FM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Russian meddling in the 2016 U.S. election was a major topic at President Trump's one-day summit with Russia's President Vladimir Putin. Standing next to President Trump at a joint news conference, Russian President Putin denied any interference in American politics. The Russian state has never interfered and is not going to interfere into internal American affairs. Mr. Trump said Putin offered a strong and powerful denial and he blasted the special counsel's ongoing Russia meddling investigation. The probe is a disaster for our country. I think it's kept us apart. The president said there was no collusion with Russia and that he ran a clean campaign against Hillary Clinton. Greg Clugston, Washington. A mixed day on Wall Street as the Dow was up by 45 points, but the Nasdaq dropped 20. The S&P lower by three. Oil plunged almost $3 today. This is SRN News. You scream. We all scream for ice cream. That's exactly what's happening every day at the Springhouse in 84. We're literally up to our elbows in ice cream. But who could resist a cotton candy ice cream cone? Or how about cookie dough? Or Heath Crunch? Or even raspberry chocolate yogurt? You've just got to try them all. If not a cone, then how about a toasted almond fudge ball? Creamy vanilla ice cream rolled in toasted chopped almonds and topped with gooey hot fudge and real whipped cream. Or better yet, a strawberry ice cream shortcake made with real old-fashioned shortcakes smothered with sliced strawberries and again, real whipped cream. Jump in the car now, head to 84 in the Springhouse, where we want you to scream for ice cream. Tired of working for everyone else? With Vanguard Cleaning Systems of Pittsburgh, you can be your own boss and own your own business. It's a common dream that too often goes unrealized. As owner of your own commercial cleaning franchise, you can finally take control of your future. Vanguard Cleaning Systems offers you a turnkey opportunity that takes you through everything step by step, from the initial setup, marketing, and even even providing you with new customers. Even if you have no experience, Vanguard will equip you to succeed at your own pace. Vanguard's expertise is why they're consistently ranked as a top franchise in Entrepreneur Magazine. Isn't it time you stopped working for everyone else? Discover the daily joy of being your own boss. All it takes is an initial upfront investment as low as $5,000 that will quickly pay for itself with Vanguard's proven model of success. To start your own janitorial business or expand your current one, call Vanguard. Vanguard Cleaning Systems of Western PA, 724-870-4120. The Express Employment Professionals Team sends a big congratulations to all parents of 2018 graduates. Whether your graduate has a clear vision for the future or is feeling a little uncertain about what's next, the Express Pros are here to help. 
Their Express Jobs app helps to make applying for jobs easier for those who want to get right to work. And for those who want to continue learning and building skills, their Express Learn program offers 18 CTC courses at no charge. Learn more at ExpressPros.com or call 412-494-2000. If you're not in the club, you're missing out. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone. Like today, get twice the fun for half the price at Fun for All Family Fun Park in Cranberry. Get a $100 value for $50 or $50 value for $25 and enjoy the best family fun rides, games, and attractions, including the new XD Dark Ride. It's all for fun at Fun for All. Log on now to wordfm.com keyword shopping. Warm and muggy tonight, a shower and thunderstorm around, a low of 70 degrees. Then behind a cold front tomorrow, a morning shower or thunderstorm will give way to sunshine in the afternoon, a high of 83. Clear and cooler tomorrow night with a low of 58. That'll set up a comfortable Wednesday with plenty of sunshine, a high of 78 degrees as high pressure remains in control. I'm meteorologist Steve Travis on AM 1250, The Answer. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Happy Monday. Kathy Emmons with you. Word FM Studios. John Hall, my honor partner, taking a day off. And yet I happily exist here with New Mike. New Mike, welcome. It's good to be here, Kath. How are you? Fantastic. How are you? Um, Have you been following the hashtag treason summit? (laughs) No, unfortunately not. (laughs) What am I missing? I, I love so many things we're missing. Oh. Um, in fact, things we don't even realize, which is why we need Greg Clugston. Yes, with us. we do. Uh, Greg Clugston is the White House correspondent for SRN News, and Greg's normally with us on Mondays at four o'clock or about four ten. Um, but because of the Trump Putin summit, he was delayed because he's got so much stuff going on. And so we're happy that he could join us at five. So for those of you who always listen to the show at five and never get to hear Greg, a treat for you. But Greg Clugston always a treat for us. Greg, how the heck are you? Hi, Kathy. Great to be back. Holy smokes. I'm not sure where to start here. Okay, so uh, trending on Twitter right now, hashtag treason summit. I mean, people are jumping in with both feet. Um, let's start with this. Uh, probably the headline grabber of today is that when asked, the, the president sided seemingly sided with Putin uh, when Putin said, look, we didn't interfere in the election over what our own intelligence services decided. Right. That was a question that came at a press conference at the end of their one-day summit. Uh, they held meetings for a little over two hours, just one-on-one, the, the president of the United States, the president of Russia. They had interpreters in the room, and then they had an expanded meeting, and then they had the press conference. And it was at that press conference that the president was asked, who do you believe when it comes to these charges of Russian interference in the 2016 election? The U.S. intelligence community, which has determined that there were Russian operatives uh, that did try to sway the election, or do you believe President Putin, who was standing right by your side? And the president, he punted. You know, we often say somebody punts. Well, yeah. he, he did punt, uh, if not move in a certain direction, because he said, look, I, I do believe the intelligence people, but then he said that uh, Putin made a very powerful and sort of decisive denial of those charges. And he, he just kind of left it hanging there as mm-hmm. if to say, well, 
they could both be right. And so this is what has a lot of, as you say, people have jumped in with, with both feet on this. You've got members of Congress, uh, it, it, especially a lot of Republican members, and not just the usual types of, of John McCain, who has often been very critical of, of President Trump when it comes to Russia and foreign policy in general. But you've got allies like uh, the House Speaker, Paul Ryan, even Mitch McConnell, the Senate Majority Leader. They have all expressed reservations about uh, of what, about the president's stance today, standing on foreign soil and not fully as the American president backing the findings of the U.S. intelligence community. All right, so let me read a couple quotes from those leaders, some of whom you mentioned, Greg. Uh, this is Lindsey Graham from South Carolina. He said, missed opportunity by President Trump to firmly hold Russia accountable for 2016 meddling and deliver strong warning regarding future elections. Uh, let's see, House Speaker Paul Ryan. There's no question Russia interfered in our election and continues to attempt to undermine democracy here and around the world. The president must appreciate that Russia is not our ally. Uh, Jeff Flake, I never thought I'd see the day when our American president would stand on the stage with the Russian president and place blame on the U.S. for Russian aggression. Uh, Senate Foreign Relations Committee Chairman Bob Corker from Tennessee says he found Mr. Trump's comments, quote, deeply disappointing and that it made the U.S. look like a pushover. What does this mean, Greg, uh, this much um, criticism from his own party? Well, it's interesting because on other issues, uh, a lot of Republicans have been silent uh, on uh, because it's an election year, because of the power of the presidency. They they don't want to lose the GOP doesn't want to lose its majority in the House and the Senate, and those are very much in play as we head toward the November elections. And so, on any number of other issues in the past, say four to six months, a lot of Republicans have have been quiet when the president has made either startling or questionable comments or policy decisions. But but this time, it seems a little different. Now, some of these people have been very critical and, and willing to speak out against the president when necessary. People like McCain, people like Lindsey Graham, certainly Jeff Flake, who has been very critical of the Trump administration and the Trump White House. But you do have other members of the, um, of the party that are speaking out. And um, what, what that means going forward, it, well, it, it's hard to say. And it, and it depends exactly how many more might say anything, because... They're concerned that American values and the, and the president's vow to uphold the Constitution uh, and looking weak in the in the face of an adversary uh, is is very is very damaging politically um, for the United States uh, and for the presidency itself. And so they saw a president today that had the opportunity to denounce strongly denounce face to face publicly um, the the Russian president for the accusations uh, that have been founded by the United States government and the intelligence community in particular, but he decided not to do that. In fact, he said um, Putin made an incredible offer to assist the Robert Mueller special counsel investigation by having Mueller come over to um, Russia and be involved in the the interrogation of these uh, indicted Russian operatives uh, if, in fact, then, that the Russians could come over to the United States and cooperate with the FBI investigation. Oh, my gosh, that's just which, creepy. That's a non-starter, right. obviously. Uh, but the president called that an incredible offer. And so um, it's just it's just sort of an extraordinary series of statements or non-statements that took place today at this press conference that has a lot of people really... Uh, not knowing what to say, really. They're sort of dumbfounded. 
And, you know, a lot of these GOP lawmakers have to, you know, they're looking at, at Mark Sanford in South Carolina, and he's been critical of the president. He lost his primary last month. I mean, the the president carries uh, a very loyal following. And so each one of these Republican leaders, as they step out and say this, they know that they could be doing this at their own peril. That's right. Now, obviously, we mentioned a couple of the others. John McCain, look, he's been very outspoken. He, of course, even on Obamacare, he did the, the thumbs down, no vote, and uh, he's been sort of a thorn in the side of President Trump ever since he's been in office. And then you've got people like Jeff Flake. Uh, he is not He's not running for re-election, so he is certainly freer than other members of the GOP to, uh, to voice his concerns and criticisms. And Bob Corker's in the same boat. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be back in, uh, in the Senate either. And so they, they have been sort of the, um, the go-to Republicans of these last few months uh, who have voiced, um, you know, voiced their concerns on, on various issues. Uh, but I think when it comes to foreign policy and the defense of uh, what they see as American values and principles and the strength of the presidency, they see that eaten away. And that, that's why we've heard from a few other Republicans than we might normally have in the last few months. Greg Clugston with us, SRN White House correspondent. Let me ask you about the idea of uh, the summit in general. You know, one of the things that is um, is obvious on Twitter right now is people are uh, – Twitter, again, is its own particular cesspool. I mean, I love it, but it's its own particular cesspool. Um, and people are are upset today because Trump didn't come out and blast Putin when he was standing next to him. And my question is this. I mean, I feel like anything that actually happens at a summit, Anything that uh, of lasting value is going to happen behind closed doors. So what we see between the two leaders out in front of us, to me, doesn't mean anything. What do you say? Well, there's a lot to that because, you know, some of, you know, the, the, the photo ops and the press conference, there's stagecraft uh, involved in that to a degree. Um, yet they, they did face some very direct questioning on a couple of these important matters, and they had to answer for them. And, and those answers, um, they do speak um, to to the you know to the record of events as well, but I do agree that behind closed doors, uh, that's when you know a lot of the you know the work and the potential progress uh, can be made, or things can go off the rails, um, you know, depending on what's happening. Now, the White House had scheduled 90 minutes for Trump and Putin to meet um, privately one on one before they had the expanded meeting with the advisors. and the meeting went uh, two hours and ten minutes. so they they went an extra forty forty five minutes in that opening session and you can read into that what you what you want we haven't gotten a you know necessarily a full readout from the white house yet as to uh... Um, exactly why that was other than they they did say at the press conference they spent a lot of time talking about this meddling issue um, the other thing that we haven't um, discussed yet kathy is the idea of the people being concerned about the president's statements um, and his uh, willingness or unwillingness to make certain statements at the press conference today it comes on the heels of his NATO meeting with allies, U.S. allies, in which he was very confrontational with allies, yet a few days later he is um, playing very nice with someone who is uh, considered an adversary Mm -hmm. of the United States. So it's as if the president has flipped the script here, and that is, uh, when you look at the full context, uh, that, that has a lot of people very concerned. Right. Also, the media response is flipped as well. So for, they, they want Trump to be antagonistic toward Putin publicly, but they don't want him to be antagonistic in any way at all towards Theresa May. Um, and so it seems as if, and I know that there are many Trump voters that feel this way, that no matter what the president does, he, people are going to hate. Sure. 
yeah, any any politician that reaches the level of of the White House, being president, you are going to you're going to face criticism no matter what you do, uh, whether it's right or wrong. There's always going to be that you know element um, to that. Um, this president, um, it's been widely observed that he, you know, he tends to be thin-skinned and he likes to punch and fight back when he feels that he's being slighted. And uh, oftentimes when he's referring to what he calls fake news, a lot of the times it actually isn't fake. It's just negative mm-hmm. coverage of him or his administration. And that's sort of his, his reflex response by, by denouncing it as fake news. Right. And there may be a strategy behind that in terms of embedding in the minds of the American people and especially his supporters um, that, you know, that there's something to be questioned here. And that's not to absolve, you know, the problems that uh, do exist within the journalism circles, uh, but not everything is fake news, even if the president says so. And so all of this is, is, is coming together at a time when the, the president has had an adversarial relationship with the media. He's uh, been confrontational with traditional U.S. allies in Europe, and he is seen as um, laying down, or in the words of Gen- uh, Senator Bob Corker, being a pushover for a Russian adversary like Vladimir Putin. So you put it all together, and it's just a very consequential time right now in American politics. That brings me to the part of the press conference today I think that concerned me the most. Um, Here was a question from one of the reporters. Do you hold Russia at all accountable for anything in particular? This was asked to the president. And if so, what would you, what would you consider them, what would you consider they're responsible for? And his response was, I think the United States has been foolish. I think we've all been foolish and then started to denounce the Mueller probe as, quote, a disaster for our country. And I think, you know, you don't have to be publicly rude to Putin to bring up something like Ukraine or to bring up something like the nerve gas attack on um, on the intelligence agents and the intelligent agent, his daughter and everyone in their vicinity in London. I mean, I just think going right for the U.S. has been foolish takes us back to the Blame America First campaign of the last president. Sure. And, and those comments, of the, his answer there to that question uh, was a follow up, really sort of a paraphrase of what he had said on Twitter a few hours before the summit began. You know, he talked about uh, foolishness and American stupidity leading to the current state of um, poor relations between Moscow and Washington. Uh, And then you're right, given that opportunity to say, look, um, should Russia be held accountable for any of uh, of this relationship, Uh, you know, especially given what the intelligence community has determined as um, you know, definitive interference and efforts and hacking into the American political system during the 2016 election. Yet he he did not voice any criticism, even though he said that yes, um, you know, Putin gave a strong denial. We discussed it at great length in our private discussions, but there was there was no direct commentary from Donald Trump as to whether that was acceptable or unacceptable. And, uh, and and that is viewed by a lot, especially members of Congress and certainly even members of the public, as a missed opportunity yeah. for Donald Trump. Yeah, and I think that he, you know, I'm not trying to be armchair psychologist here, but it does seem that it always filters in his head through, you know, talking about the hacking, talking about the Mueller probe, all of it. It always comes back to the fact that 50 percent of America thinks that he didn't really win. You know, and that's really interesting because Hillary Clinton's name continues to be raised uh, in these situations by Donald Trump. 
um, whenever you know push comes to shove on this issue of interference in the elections. And it seems to me that in the minds of some people, um, the idea that Russians may have um, tried to hack into the system or interfere with the result, um, no matter to which degree they were successful or not, is in some people's minds a separate issue from whether it was a legitimate victory for Donald Trump over um, Hillary Clinton. Certainly there, there are connections there, and people can make the case that there, there was an effort by the, by the Russians to, uh, to vote you know, in favor of Trump or to, or to have the election lean toward him. But it shows you that he really, he really views all of these questions about Russian interference as, as getting to the heart of the legitimacy of the election. Right. Um, and that's why Hillary Clinton's name continues to uh, to come up in the conversation with Donald Trump. It was interesting too because Putin was asked directly at the press conference today, Kathy, "Did you support Donald Trump over um, Hillary Clinton in 2016?" And he said yes because of the policies uh, that Trump, as a candidate, was espousing. And he said he would rather have you know improved relations with Russia. Um, so he said he said even though I supported that. There was never any interference by the Russians, mm-hmm. but he did, he did make that acknowledgement, which was very interesting. Greg, is everyone in media world just, you know, has this been, you know, uh, 16, well, more than 16 hours of straight work for you guys? Yeah, and I don't have the, you know, I'm, I'm here stateside, so I don't have to uh, have a, a, fl- a flight through seven-hour time zone difference like some of my colleagues do. So I'm sure I'm not as, uh, as wary as others, but uh, these, are, these are big political mm-hmm. events. They're important in the life of our nation. I have the, you know, the privilege of being able to, uh, to follow these events and report on them and um, try to make sense of them. Which is why we continue to be grateful for your even-handed approach. Greg Clugston, SRN White House correspondent. Thank you, Greg. Okay, Kathy, thank you. Much more coming up on today's Ride Home. Can we actually, practically, make our communities great again? We'll talk to Dr. Jay Bruce. He's coming up next on Ride Home. Hi, this is Clint Hurdle, manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates. I want to invite you to the ballpark on Friday, July 27th for our annual Faith Night at PNC Park. After we host the Mets... Some of our players and I will be discussing what an important role that faith has played in our lives, both on and off the field. Join us and visit pirates.com slash faith night to reserve your seats. We're looking forward to seeing you at the ballpark. More details at wordfm.com slash pirates. Hey, many of you know or have worked with my friend Todd Marley from Marley Financial, and so you probably know that they were the first and still the best option for individual health insurance, providing both traditional and non-Obamacare health plans. But did you know that now they're also offering the best group health plans in the nation, typical savings up to 40%. Small, medium, even large groups, Marley's got you covered, giving you and your employees access to national networks where you can go to any hospital you choose. Highmark, UPMC, Mayo Clinic, Johns Hopkins, any of those places, because Marley's giving you the power to choose what's best for you and also what's best for your employees, whether they're W-2 or 1099 subcontractors without the usual headaches of things like minimum participation or employer contributions. So give Marley Financial a call now and get your questions answered, 724-884-1496, and then find out what it's like to work with the most innovative agency in Pennsylvania. 724-884-1496, that's Marley Financial, online at marleyfg.com.
You know the moment the workday is over. Your daily responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off, and you lay back. It's that end of day. Ah, <sighs> that's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body soothing serenity made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory, thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com. When it comes to selling you a mattress, most retailers are handing you a line, a long line of extra steps that drive up costs and create confusion. At the Original Mattress Factory, we simplify the mattress shopping experience by building mattresses and box springs in our own local factories and selling them direct to you. It's short, sweet, and simply makes sense. So experience more than just the mattress store. Experience an original, the Original Mattress Factory. Celebrating life's closest relationships is what drives every Trinity Jewelers employee. It's people, not profits, that make life worth celebrating. After 20 years, Trinity Jewelers is still growing, and they have a place for an experienced diamond sales expert to manage their sales team. If working in a caring, friendly environment with a flexible five-day work week sounds better than the pressures of a corporate jewelry sales job, email your resume to trinityjewelers at verizon.net and help them make the next 20 years something to celebrate. Jay Bruce, back with us. Jay's Associate Professor of Philosophy at John Brown University, where he writes and lectures on philosophy, theology, politics, and economics sometimes, and that's when we like it best, all at once. Jay's written for Acton Commentary, Law and Liberty, The Gospel Coalition, The Wall Street Journal, and World Magazine. Jay is currently writing a book on Christianity, justice, and equality. He's been blogging about it. We'll talk a little bit about that later. Jay Bruce, welcome back. Thanks for having me. How are you? Appreciate it. Doing well, thanks. How about you? I'm good. It's the Kathy and Jay show, right? It, John <laughs> is taking one of his uh, yes. 42 weeks of vacation a year. Listen, we all suffer. <laughs> That's just the way it is. He That's sent. Right. He had the nerve. He had the nerve last night, Jay, to send New Mike and I a photograph of the sun setting over the Atlantic Ocean. Man. And I thought, a rough life. I don't need that. <laughs> I just don't. Anyway, well, what's the weather like in Pittsburgh? Are you guys suffering uh, the way not, we are in Arkansas? Yes, it's ninety degrees. Okay, well, that, that in uh, Arkansas, that's called a cool summer day. <laughs> <laughs> is it re- how hot is it today? Uh, it's it. I don't. I haven't checked the temperature, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the heat index was well above a hundred. Yeah, I bet the heat index today was over a hundred. It's just that it's about to rain, and so I think we're going to get a little tiny break over the next couple that's days wonderful. in heat. That's a way that we can make our community great again. Is to that's just right. have it <laughs> <Nice> not <segue. laughs> not so hot. Okay, so the question you ask is if I am part of the three percent. Okay, that's so right. tell me who the three percent of Americans are. Well, the 3% of Americans are those who say they trust Washington to do what is right just about always. No, I'm not. But, I'm not yeah. part of that 3%. <laughs> and, yeah, we're, we're in good company, yeah. we, we in the 97%. And uh, as I say on the piece over at Law and Liberty, um, it's funny because even news on the Internet does better than the U.S. Congress. Oh, my so gosh. If you, if you Google something and it's like... Uh, um, Bubba's ideas about freedom.com and he tells you <laughs> you're more likely to believe what he says about the alien visitation than you are when a 
senator stands up and says, "This is this is the way forward." Oh, for that's a sad. That is a sad, <laughs> sad recommendation. Okay, and you mentioned that in the last election, dissatisfaction worked. That's right. The um, uh, according to one exit poll, uh, the sixty-nine percent of respondents said they were either dissatisfied or, or angry with the federal government. And and of course, as you know, Kathy, these people broke. Yeah. Uh, unbelievably for Trump. They 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 went with him overwhelmingly. Yeah, but you brought up uh, this quote from Jonathan Chait. This is fabulous. In fact, you know, I, we just had a conversation with a White House correspondent, Greg Clugston, in our last segment. And uh-huh. boy, this speaks to that. His, Jonathan's quote that you include in your article is this, the Republican Party turns out to be filled with idiots, That's- far more of them than anyone expected. That's right, and I, I really liked the uh, the criticism from the left of this, which was, whoa, 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 not, not so fast, not so fast. Idiots are people that we can't, um, we can't uh, hold morally accountable for anything, and so you're letting them off the hook. Instead, you, you've got to say that, that Trump supporters are all racists. <laughs> right, so great. So you... <laughs> Boy, you you can be an idiot, an idiot idiot or a racist. That's that's great. Okay, so and and now we find out, you know, a year and a half later, this is this is where we are in the conversation: is that we have two sides who can only can only attribute the worst possible motive to the other. That's right. That's right. And and uh, one of the things I point out in the piece is that that uh, and I was thinking of this as I was. Uh, calling you as people are riding home in Pittsburgh. It was uh, in 2008 that then-candidate Barack Obama gave his famous God and Gun speech, uh, saying that you know people people were angry and they were scared of people that didn't look like them in these small towns in Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh yeah. And and uh, Hillary Clinton with her basket of deplorables and. In some ways, I think that the left did itself a disservice because it hardened Republican Party voters to the fact that regardless of what Republican candidates say, they will be blasted without question as racist, xenophobic, Mm -hmm. mean-spirited, cruel, ugly. And so it's really – it's funny because uh, uh, President Trump will actually say things that are – uh, wrong and and uh, d- deeply uh, spiteful or whatever, but I think his Republican Party base has just been accustomed to uh, the the left saying that you know what Republicans are wicked, they're they're evil, right. and um, yeah. So and it's, yeah, uh, it, it it's a it's a bad place because the moral outrage um, coming from the left toward anyone who voted for Trump is so over the top that it's just exacerbating a problem that that may have been small and is now become enormous and and the problem is that people are now unwilling to even speak what they actually think and that's one of the reasons why this election was such a shock is people were willing to vote for Trump way early on but they were so i think um, conditioned by a culture that it wasn't okay to say that, that they just didn't say it. And so the poll results were all screwed up and, you know, nobody was paying any real attention. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know what? I'm going to go in there. I'm going to pull the lever for him because I am so sick and tired of hearing that condescension from the left. That's absolutely correct. And there's a trick for your listeners to uh, get a free beer at any bar in the country. And that is to simply say, 
um, you know, if you're in a red state, uh, if you say that you're blue, but you know what, you don't think Republicans are idiots or racist, or if you're in a blue part of the country and you say, you know, I didn't, I didn't vote for Obama, but I think he's a decent human being. I disagreed about his policy proposals, but I, I think he's a good husband and father. This actually happened to me uh, in D.C. I was at Glenn's Fresh Market, which if you're ever in D.C., everybody, it's off DuPont Circle. You've got to go there. Mm. Great place. And, uh, and it was amazing how simply saying, um, you know, I, I didn't vote for Obama, but I, I think he's a decent human being. I mean, people were moved. Mm. It was unbelievable. But I think you're right with, with Trump. There's this uh, per- particular phenomenon of, of people even being unwilling. And in fact, I remember uh, before the election, I think NPR was interviewing um, uh, somebody who was like Teamsters for Trump or something like that. Yeah. And, and, and the NPR reviewer said, well, how many, how many people are for Bernie? How many are for Hillary? How many are for Trump? And he said that he thought that there was a sizable portion that were for Trump, but the union leadership just simply wouldn't say who's going to vote Trump. Mm. Um, and, of course, I think, as you were saying, people people kept their heads down. Right. So welcome. Just get ready for more poll results to be wrong. I'm telling you, people are just not going to say what they actually think. They're going to go in the voting booth and they're going to surprise everybody. We're talking to Dr. Jay Bruce, Associate Professor of Philosophy at John Brown University. We need to step away, but when we come back, let's talk about populism. Let's talk about whether that's the best way forward, what local money looks like, and how all of us can actually make our actual communities great again. It's next. was unaware of a lot of things that were going on around him. His world was closed. As a mom, that 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 does something to you because you want to be able to communicate with your child. He had very low self-esteem. He just lacked confidence. He just didn't fit in. He struggled in making some friends and connecting. There really is hope. There really is a program that can help. And Brain Balance truly, honestly, is the answer. It was like he was waking up. Brain balance was just everything that they said and more. We see it as an investment, investment in our child's future. Do it. (laughs) Just do it. Go in, get the assessment, have your eyes opened to why your child is the way they are. Help your child achieve success all summer long. Call Brain Balance today and get a jump start on your child's next school year. Make a real difference in the life of your child and your family. Visit BrainBalance.com. It's the Ford Summer Sales Event. And now, while selection is best, it's the best time to buy. With amazing offers across a full lineup of Ford vehicles, now is the time to make summer go right with Ford, America's best-selling brand. Stop by a local Ford store or shop online at buyfordnow.com because there is no better time than right now to get behind the wheel of a new Ford during the Ford Summer Sales Event. The 
Ford Summer Sales Event is here. Right now, get 0% APR financing for 72 months plus $1,000 Ford credit bonus cash on a great lineup of Ford SUVs. Best-selling claim based on 2017 calendar year sales. Not all buyers qualify for Ford credit financing. 72 months at $1,389 per month for $1,000 finance regardless of down payment. Not available on Expedition. For all offers, take new retail delivery from authorized Ford dealer stock by 731.18. See dealer or go to buyfordnow.com for qualifications and details. Just Pay Half Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh's original deal site. Go to JustPayHalfPittsburgh.com to save money now on Pittsburgh restaurants, events, and family fun activities. Just Pay Half has over 100 Pittsburgh restaurants offering half-price deals. Take a cruise on the Gateway Clipper for half price. Get $25 to use at Rock Bottom for only $12.50. Pay just $25 for $50 worth of fun at Zone 28 in Harmer. Get Peace Love and Little Donuts for half price at four locations. All this and more at JustPayHalfPittsburgh.com. When you're a kid, Idlewild is a place full of adventures. There are rides that are just your size, treats to tickle your taste buds, and special friends like Daniel Tiger to touch your heart. When you're a grown-up, Idlewild is every bit as magical, every bit as memorable, every bit as fun. Idlewild and Soap Zone, because you love to see them smile. Right now, save up to $10 when you buy tickets at Giant Eagle. Did you know the decline of marriage is our most ignored national crisis? This is Dr. David Stevens of the Christian Medical Association. The poverty rate for single-parent families is six times that of married families. I encourage you, focus on practical ways to strengthen marriages in your church and your community. It is the most basic and significant social relationship for your health and the health of our society. Warm and muggy tonight, a shower and thunderstorm around a low of 70 degrees. Then behind a cold front tomorrow, a morning shower or thunderstorm will give way to sunshine in the afternoon, a high of 83 Clear and cooler tomorrow night with a low of 58. That'll set up a comfortable Wednesday with plenty of sunshine, a high of 78 degrees as high pressure remains in control. When we talk about making America great again... I think the only time that really counts is when we think about our very own communities. I mean, yeah, okay, make America great again. Okay, so that's great. We can think about our our country um, in the abstract. But what about my particular town? What about my district? What about my borough? That's when the rubber really hits the road. And that's why I really appreciated this article by James Bruce uh, called Make Communities Great Again. Dr. Jay Bruce, Associate Professor of Philosophy at John Brown University. All right, Jay, so let's get back into this and uh, talk about populism. So when Trump ascended into the presidency, um, he wrote it on what we thought was a populist wave. Do you agree? I think so, yes. So, okay, so populism, you know, I think people have strong feelings about the word, especially based on its historicity in the United States. Do you feel like populism is the right label for it? And do you feel like that was an issue of people just being fed up with the elites in both parties? That's a really good point, Kathy. I I do think that there's a lot to be said for the fact that uh, people wanted to throw a firebomb at Washington, D.C., and it looked like Donald Trump and uh, a great meteor of, of disaster. And I, I think that it, it goes back to some of the dissatisfaction we were talking about earlier, where people are just fed up 
And um, I, I, in fact, I was talking to somebody here in, in Northwest Arkansas, and uh, I'm a free trade guy. I don't like tariffs, mm-hmm. but uh, but his comment was, it 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 makes all the people that I don't like angry. <laughs> this is what he said to me. It makes all the people I don't like angry. So I'm I'm kind of warm to it, and I think that's what happened with the Trump phenomenon mm-hmm. that that. Um, you know, you have reliable uh, Democratic voters who saw in the presidencies of uh, or the, the presidency of, of Obama and then the proposed uh, presidency of Hillary Clinton more of the same. And they thought, no, we we uh, we need to do something here to to shake things up. Mm-hmm. Now, what about um Looking at things locally, you know, what I said I meant at the beginning where we can, you know, where we can be patriotic and we can talk about the greatness of America. I'm not saying it's not important, but I am saying that in many ways it's abstract. The only time I think it truly counts is when we can see it in our own lives and when we're part of the right answer. So talk about the value of looking at things locally. Well, I think that, you know, one of the problems is that we have become obsessed with national politics and it's understandable that we've become obsessed with national politics in part because of the incessant governmental meddling in our everyday affairs was was it pennsylvania farmers that were arrested for selling raw milk across state lines mm, i don't think so okay but i think it but was i remember that the, story right yeah it was kind of like you know so so i think that it's understandable but but one of the problems is that this is why I call it local money, local growth, that one of the problems is that if you if you get obsessed about national issues, then there's very little way for you to hold people accountable for the decisions that are made. One of the jokes that I make, which I think is actually true, is I live in Benton County and a little town in Benton County in Bentonville, where Walmart's world headquarters are, that's our county seat. And so I joke that people in my town blame Bentonville, people in Bentonville blame Little Rock, and people in Little Rock blame Washington. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you really start thinking about, well, um, local issues, like how's this bridge doing? <laughs> then that, I think, is the, the, the kind of local focus is the way forward. And I think federal advocacy on the federal level should focus on letting local people, rather than politicians in Washington, make decisions about how their money is spent. If I know that somebody in, in my area has received a grant from the federal government to do something to quote-unquote benefit our community, I'm going to be a lot more focused on holding that person accountable precisely because I have an opportunity to pester that person. Whereas if it's just the the quote-unquote big government making these decisions, then, then there isn't any opportunity. There's no recourse for people to complain. I, I had a, a tax question this summer, and I foolishly and unwisely called the IRS and I and people just roll their eyes at me when I say this, but I just tried it. And Kathy, I was kicked off the system. Really? So press one for this, press three for that, press five for that, and then at the very end of it, it was this information's available online. No, it's not. So I, I called them back, 
And I waited again, and I just tried a different combination, like I was trying to crack the safe and actually talk <laughs> to a human, and I was kicked out again. Mm-hmm. Whereas I can tell you that uh, my state representative is Robin Lundstrom. She's very good. I like her a lot. And if, if I know that she's doing something that I don't like, I can get in touch with her. Uh, I can complain to her. Whereas if, if, if I've got a question about the IRS, I can't even get right. through to them. right. Maybe they know that you had conservative leanings at one point in your life. Do you think that could be it, Jay? Maybe you no. Were- I yeah. I, 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 if only that would. Yeah. I, well, I, I you know. If, if only it would be really exciting. You know, if I was blacklisted, <laughs> that would just be awesome. Right. That'll be a story we'll talk with Jay Bruce about next time. Right now, we have to take a break. We're going to continue our conversation with Jay Bruce, and we'll come back. Oh, I do want to tell you. By the way, the feds did sting an Amish farmer uh, doing raw milk, and that was in Pennsylvania. Also happened in Wisconsin, but it was in Pennsylvania too. Talk a little bit about that next. You think you're getting a price hold, but really you're signing up for Windows. And if you don't cancel within three days, you're obligated to that contract. Energy Swing Windows Donnie Dara on the length some companies will go to get your business. What some salesmen from national companies are doing is they're getting homeowners to sign something that says they're going to hold your price for 30 days. But what they're really signing is a contract that says you only have three days to cancel. And they don't tell you that. It's a trick. And people are really getting ripped off by this. We don't pressure people at Energy Swing. There's not frying print at all. What you see is what you get. That's why we won the Better Business Bureau Torch Award three years in a row. That's why we just, in, in Western Pennsylvania, won the best of the best on our website. There's actually a video that shows why we were voted as that. When you do the right things right, you're recognized for that. Energy Swing, best of the best. Right now, Word FM listeners get an exclusive 5% off over and above any current offers on windows and doors. Visit EnergySwingWindows.com. This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy and Hagerman. A state administration isn't something we do on the side. It's the heart and soul of our practice. Any attorney can write a will, but we have the experience to administer your estate plan properly to achieve the goals we all share, to protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones you love. How you get there is specific to your situation. So let's talk. Abernethy and Hagerman, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Life doesn't stop on the weekends and neither do you. So we understand that it can be hard to find the time to shop for a mattress. This is Robin Trzinski of the Original Mattress Factory, and we have a completely new website designed to help you simplify the mattress shopping experience. Check out our products, view our prices, and even place an order for pickup, local delivery, or to have it shipped outside of our delivery area. Just visit OriginalMattress.com and find a thoughtfully made, honestly priced mattress of your own. The Original Mattress Factory. Great beds, no bull. Hi. I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our To Have and To Hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HenneyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. I get this warm feeling every single time we have special needs patients in our office. Their needs are not that different from anybody else. Spending the time with that patient is very rewarding to me. Exceptional Dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com.
wrapping up our conversation with Dr. Jay Bruce, Associate Professor of Philosophy at John Brown University, where he writes and lectures on philosophy, theology, politics, and economics while writing for the Gospel Coalition, the Wall Street Journal, World Magazine, among others. All right, Jay, before we took a break, um, you were talking about um, how much different it is when you're trying to solve issues on a local level versus a federal level and um, how 99% of our news comes about federal level items and hardly anything comes from things that actually affect people on the local level. I wish we could find a way to flip that. Yeah. I mean, I'm so pessimistic. (laughs) I think that most people want uh, the, the, the big news stories. Um, I think that they're, and I don't think there's anything wrong with the big news stories. I try to, I don't own a television, so I hate TV, but, uh, I like radio, and mm-hmm. uh, um, but and I think there's something to be said for uh, people learning about world affairs. But I think that I think it's true that we're far more. I mean, in my little town, they have been working on a little bridge that's my shortcut, and they've been doing it for months. And so I complained to my neighbor, uh, who's been a city councilman that uh, when are they going to finish this bridge? I mean, <laughs> so there are all sorts of things that that I read about, but as you were saying, they don't actually affect my life. Whereas this little bridge, uh, you know, and I have to do my own reconnaissance mi- missions, right? I have to kind of drive that way and see, okay, I guess they're still working on it. I'll drive all the way around. I'll take my shortcut. But, and I think that, that, uh, the the problem too, and it, it I don't know if this is the case, but I imagine that a lot of people uh, have uh, comfortable lives, and and then they live in a bubble. And I'm I'm no no stranger to this, that they have home, they have work, they have church, and then they don't have a whole lot else. Um, and there's something to be said for investing in your local community. And I think it's really hard if you're a commuter. Because your commu- your community is a long way away from your work, mm-hmm. but the, to the extent that we can actually say how can we be involved in the community, uh, I think that's really important. I just one example: um, uh, Fort Worth Presbyterian Church. I heard that uh, the pastor there, Darwin Jordan, was actually he and all of the elders in the church, maybe the deacons too. Um, were part of an after-school program reading to little elementary school kids. And that's an example of, of you know, how the, the local action is important. Um, I also do think that, that the federal government can do a better job thinking about how to protect the little guy. And so in my piece about making communities great again, I, I talk about the founder and CEO of Mighty Mug, and I actually have a Mighty Mug on my desk. This guy wrote an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, and I liked the op-ed so much, I bought his mug. Nice, but, the Mighty but Mug. He, <laughs> but he he talks about how uh, he was doing. He he found a knockoff. He's invented this mug that won't topple over, and he found this fake Mighty Mug being offered for sale, and it was free shipping all the way from China, and the price of the mug was $5.69. And he pointed out that he has to pay more for shipping in the U.S. Yes. Than, than this Chinese knockoff company that was violating his, his, his patent. 
then they paid the people were paying for the whole mug right. and so he did this research on uh this agreement that the US government has with nations which I get it Kathy I think it makes sense basically the idea is that the federal government that means your tax dollars and mine subsidizes some packages flowing into the country and I get it you know if if you're uh Ghanaian great grandmother has knit you a sweater you don't want to charge her her you know five years worth of her income to try to get the sweater to you in America. I get that. But he pointed out that China is still treated as a developing nation. So you get all of these companies in South China that are churning out these knockoff products, and we're actually subsidizing their travel to the U.S. as though it's some grandmother who's doing subsistence farming in China uh, sending something to her granddaughter in L.A. And so I think that's where we could really think through some of our agreements. Uh, and and there, you know, to circle back to the question of is this populism, I think people who employ the language of populism, and some of the president's supporters may be populists, but there's, there's a, a small government libertarian point to be made here, and that is we just want a level playing field. Mm-hmm. Right. That's all we want. Is That's well all right. We want field. we want you guys to be the art. We want you guys to be the officials and to keep things safe and fair. But yeah. you, we want you to leave us alone to just work it out on our own, fight it out on our own if we have to. That's right. That is exactly correct. And I I do think the, the another thing, if I may, that that I really wanted to highlight in the piece because it, it's something that I thought of a lot um, is the extent to which because I imagine some of your listeners are in this position, or I hope they are, because it seems like such an ideal way to live. I point out in the piece that that um, there are people whose uh, father, grandfather, and great-grandfather worked for General Motors, or, right. or worked for a steel company, or whatever, and, and just how the idea, for me, I was born in Cambridge, Massachusetts. When I was eight, we moved to Texas. I went to New Hampshire and England for school. Um, and then back to Texas for more school. So the idea for me that I have to move around for economic opportunity is simply a no-brainer. Mm. And, let, and you, let me tell you, people in Pittsburgh don't see it that way. People, yeah. in, people in Pittsburgh, you know, you'll laugh when I tell you this. It's the absolute truth. My parents met at the H.J. Heinz Company. Okay, wow. so if it wasn't for ketchup, you know, I wouldn't exist, right? My, my, <laughs> there you go. My aunt and uncle met at the H.J. Heinz Company. They worked wow. for the H.J. Heinz Company for their entire career. I mean, from, I, from graduating from college to retirement. I mean, and so here's the thing. I think that probably if you would have asked my parents when they were, you know, in 35 years old, they would have said that I would grow up and work for the H.J. Heinz Company. Just be, yeah. I mean, it's just people in people in Pittsburgh. Now, it's changing now because we have so many different tech companies in Pittsburgh that weren't here 20 years ago. You know, so when Google came and Facebook came and, you know, Amazon came and the little bit that it's come, it's just it's a different type of environment. But I think classic Pittsburgh, Yinzer Pittsburgh, what, what, what I call it is people want to find a job and stay in the community. They want they might want to move out of their parents' neighborhood, but not out of their parents' city. Yeah, and I think that there's something uh, wonderful about that. Whenever I talk to students about, um, uh, you know, moral relativism, the belief that there's, you know, there are no morals or no moral absolutes is attractive because we don't want to criticize people. 
And and I like to point out that, well, actually, it's healthy to criticize people on both sides. And so I point out that um, we could criticize Nigeria for being a corrupt country, and even Nigerians criticize their own their countries for being corrupt. But Nigerians can criticize us for the way that we don't care for our parents and mm-hmm. our extended family. And so it sounds like Pittsburghians. Is that how you say it? Um, I would say Pittsburghers. Yeah, I mean, we call ourselves Yenzers. Which is a long Yenzer? story. Yeah, it's a, it's you know we have to get together sometime, Jay. You, yeah, you being, you, know, you being in Arkansas, you just you, yeah. You, you I don't, don't even know that. if I've ever been to Pittsburgh. Well, you need to change that as soon as possible. I mean, if yeah, you, but I I'll tell you, I was a when I was an undergraduate, there was a guy across the hall. My freshman year at college, there was a guy across the hall for me who was obsessed with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Of course he was. And so I became a fan of Mario Lemieux. Oh, see, now listen, our time is up. But the fact that Jay Bruce just ended saying he's a fan of Mario is pretty much all we need to know. Mike and I have our hands raised in salute to Jay Bruce for his conversion. Jay, thank you so much. All the details available on our Facebook page. Our podcast also, johnandkathyshow.com. Celebrating life's closest relationships is what drives every Trinity Jewelers employee. It's people, not profits, that make life worth celebrating. After 20 years, Trinity Jewelers is still growing, and they have a place for an experienced diamond sales expert to manage their sales team. If working in a caring, friendly environment with a flexible five-day work week sounds better than the pressures of a corporate jewelry sales job, email your resume to trinityjewelers at verizon.net and help them make the next 20 years something to celebrate. Isn't crushing candy just boring? Play the hit puzzle game Best Fiends. It's sweeping the nation. Tired of matching candies? Give Best Fiends a try. It's fun, fresh, and addictive whether you play alone or with friends and family. Download Best Fiends for free in the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Wrapping up the Monday edition of The Ride Home, right before the break, I brought up our website, johnandkathyshow.com. Would you please come and visit us there? We have all sorts of original content there. we got blog sites. We have all of our podcasts there, lots of photos, um, photos of last year's Faith Night. Faith Night coming up again this year with the Pittsburgh Pirates, Friday, July 27th. If you missed my conversation with Ed Klimchak, who's the in-game host of PNC Park, he's the guy you see on the Jumbotron doing all the games and all that sort of thing. Joe was with me for the 4 o'clock hour. And if you missed any of that, you can check out the podcast at johnandkathyshow.com. All right, new mic. Um, today is Will Farrell's birthday. It is. It's also Barry Sanders' birthday. Barry Sanders is younger than Will Ferrell, which is an absolute shock to me. Do you even know who Barry Sanders is, Mike? I'm gonna. I know he's an NFL player. Yes, very good. You're um, right. Help me out here. He was a running back for the Detroit Lions. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, Barry Sanders, 50 years old, but Will Ferrell, 51 years old. So that, of course, brings me to the natural question, which is, new Mike. Yeah. Favorite Will Ferrell movie or movies? Um, Anchorman, for oh, sure. That is my favorite. We have agreed on our favorite Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> it's so wrong. I love it so it much. It is so wrong. It's it's favorite the, part. You have a favorite part of Anchorman? Um, I love when they're, I, I love when they're all in the uh, in Will Ferrell's office singing this particular song. Oh, isn't that uncomfortable? Yes, isn't that so uncomfortable? <laughs> My favorite part, and by the way, uh, if you're thinking, oh, I've never seen Anchorman, I'll watch it with my kids. No, you know, don't, you don't. should not do that. Please don't say that Kathy Emmons and New Mike told me I should watch no. Anchorman with my kids. Okay, because you shouldn't do that. Um, my favorite scene in Anchorman is like the West Side Story thing. Yes, when they're doing the street fight with the PBS people. That is so <laughs> awesome. 
Anyway, um, happy birthday to Will Ferrell. Did, uh, I have not watched, I think we talked about this the other day. I haven't watched Saturday Night Live, I think, a single time since he left. I, yeah, neither have I. Because what's it, the point? Uh, it's not even good anymore without him. And I just knew, you knew when he left that there it was all over. Oh, yeah. Didn't you? It's going to go downhill. It's, it's just, okay, do you have any other favorites besides Anchorman? Did you see Anchorman 2? Um, yes. Is not it dumb? as good as Anchorman 1. No, of course not. Of course not as, not as just good. Just the title, Anchorman 2, you think that's going to be terrible. I think he was, in, he was in Bewitched or something like that. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Natalie Portman? Yeah. What about... Not um, Natalie Portman. What, did you see Tal- Talladega Nights? Oh, hilarious. I see, I never Love saw it. that. Oh, I've, I've seen one. the prayer scene. That's enough to make me <laughs> stand up and the pay attention. Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.